Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, Birdland, what's going on? Um, quite the win, not something I think we all expected. To take two games from the Angels, we had a conversation yesterday, all excited that we took one game, and here we are talking about two games and one that the team had to gut out. That didn't just come naturally. So hop on in the uh, chat, whether you're on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, whatever you're on, hop on in there. And share your thoughts on the game. Share your thoughts on uh, your experience watching the game tonight. And we'll get to mine as well as we go about and through the game. All right. Where do we start? Well, obviously, we got to start at what Birdland Tonight is. If you're new to Birdland Tonight, jumped on because you can't sleep after that Orioles victory tonight. Birdland Tonight is the only fan-driven Orioles post-game show. It is... Uh, here for you guys. If you're out of town, it's the only post-game show focused on the Orioles you get to watch as MLB cuts the feed before the post-game show. So, going over to at Birdland Sports on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Go to at Birdland Sports B-A-L on Instagram because I couldn't get the right handle. And make sure to go on and follow all that. Get in the know. Hit the little button to be notified when we go live. If you want to get some cool hats or shirts or anything else to support us, you can head on over to birdlandtonight.com and click on the uh, BT gear icon or head on over to section336.com. And you can check out the store there. It has some Birdland Tonight gear as well and a chance to support me right there hitting the support. My name is Josh Roca. I am one of the hosts of Section 336, one of the oldest Baltimore Orioles podcasts. And I'm here to go over every Orioles victory with you. And loss, but every game to talk about it. Because, come on, when you beat the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim 5-4 to four in your second game out on the West Coast, even when you still suck at risk, even when you're not great at the plate, you still do enough to get things going, we're going to talk about it here as I'm just updating my numbers Trying to do my math. As I see, the Orioles are now 18 for 20, for 128 with runners in scoring position. As they went 2 for 11 today. But it doesn't matter because they still got the win. And that's what we're going to focus on. We have to talk a little bit about the negative. But the Orioles got the win. So, you guys excited? We talked a lot about this all week. What do we want from this from this West Coast trip? What do we expect? Um, what do we not only I guess what do we think after some tough 
close games played in um, Oakland, but we just couldn't pull out the wins as much. We got one, but we had opportunities to win three or four of those. How do we take it now? What do we What do we now think of this team that just fought out and got two wins in Anaheim? I mean. I was telling everyone all week, give me two in Oakland, give me one in L.A., and I'm happy. All I wanted from this road trip out west was three wins. We got our three wins, and we have another game. The Orioles are a Shoei Otani killer. As yesterday, he didn't do anything. Today, four at-bats, one walk, two strikeouts. Now, Trout... Trout did what Trout always does to us. He hits the dongs. He knocked some late-night dongs out and given them two runs, two home runs today. But the Orioles did an excellent job controlling the situation and keeping things in. Anthony Benboom got his first double of the season, and he got two hits tonight. So that's exciting. Brian Baker got his first career win. That's exciting. Joey Kreble got his seventh appearance, which is his new career high. So good little personal milestones out of game 15 as the Orioles beat the L.A. Angels of Anaheim 5-4. to four. And our pitching staff, I just pulled it up. Like we talked about yesterday, MLB.com. Constantly adjust the rankings. It's nice when you look at the Orioles. Now that it's been updated, the Orioles are 6-9. and nine, And we have a 2.89 total team pitching ERA, which puts us 6th place in all of baseball, 2nd place in the American League. It's really exciting to have decent pitching. And we got five runs. We haven't passed five runs yet. This is the third time this season we've scored five runs. But it is back-to-back nights we scored five runs. Let's see if we can do it again tomorrow. That'd be a lot of fun. But for a team that struggles and struggles and struggles to get runs in scoring position, struggles to hit home runs, the Orioles seemed were able, it seems, no, they were able to manufacture five runs tonight for the second day in a row. That's something to be excited about on the offensive side. We got bad news as well. So, then that kind of, you know what? Bad news kind of came before the game. Yeah, we struggle at the plate. Yeah, we struggle with runners in scoring positions. Yeah, we struck out eight times. But let's talk about what we did do today. So, first run of the game Ryan Mountcastle. Singles on a sharp line drive to left. Fielder, Brandon Marsh, where Cedric Mullins scores. Scores, moves Santander to third, then Rogador, sack fly, allows Santander to score. Trout hit a home run, Trout hit a home run, we all know who that goes. Brandon Marsh hits a home run, a two-run shot, which then means the, the Angels are up four to two. But the Orioles fight and gut this out, and then it was in the seventh inning. The Angels had a challenge, call on the field was upheld, in which Trey Mancini hit a sack fly, 
which allowed Ben Boom to score. Cedric Mullins moved to third. Anthony Santander moved to second. And who's that guy I mentioned at the beginning of the game? Ryan Mountcastle. Singles on a live drive, line drive to left field. Cedric Mullins scores. Anthony Santander scores. And there's your five runs. Five runs, no home runs, all manufactured, all names of players who have been frustrating us this year with how they hit. Cedric Mullins got on base twice, and he scored both times. Anthony Santander got on base twice. Twice, I guess one was a sack fly, and scored. Mancini, no hits, but he got a sack fly and an RBI. Mountcastle, two hits, three RBIs, as we just talked about. He did strike out twice. And Rogador, who we're all tired of, and I, oh, I'm more tired than you, did still get us an RBI without getting a hit. Hayes got a hit tonight. Ben Boom got two hits, which is great to see. Nothing from Mateo, nothing from Urias, and nothing from, well, McKenna didn't get it that bad. He came in as a defensive replacement late. So, exciting stuff on the offense from a team. And, all right, it normally wouldn't be exciting, but our offense has been crap all season. So, on game 15, we got a little bit of stuff together with the double by Ben Boom. Um, and how many walks was that? Five walks. Yesterday, I believe it was one. We talked about how the Orioles had, not been, had been before that more pitch selective and being patient at the plate. Looks like that turned up today as Cindergarden went 5.2 and gave up only two runs, but then we stuck it to the or gave it, yeah, then we stuck it to the bullpen as Loop came in or Lope, however you want to say it, and he gave up three runs but not earned. So his ERA stays at zero, so he's pretty excited, happy with that personally, I assume. All right, let's look at the Orioles pitching for tonight. As Watkins went five innings, gave up three hits, two of them happened to be home runs to Mike Trout, three walks, three strikeouts, and walks out of there with a 2.77 ERA for the season. Again, to have a starting pitcher for the Orioles under three, I've been waiting for a long time for that. I get we're only 15 games in. I still, I haven't done the, I don't, I like MLB.com. I don't know how to use baseball reference and everything as good as some of you guys. Someone go look up what the start and rotation ERA was 15 games into 2021 or 2020. When was the last time we had guys where our rotation is under three? After that, Baker came in. We mentioned Baker got the win. Because he came in and pitched that sixth inning, in which case we then took the lead in the top of the seven. So he was the pitcher of record when we took the lead. Tate came in and does what Tate does. No hits. One walk, one strikeout. Crable came in for his seventh appearance, as we mentioned. Walked a guy, but no hits. And Lopez. We talked about Lopez last night. Comes in. One out, uh, gives what one hit, two strikeouts, walks out of there with a 2.0 ERA and the save. And that is, uh, let's see, save number four for Lopez this year. So, hey, does that mean we have a closer? Maybe? I don't know. I know that 
it's not what I expected, but I'll take it. I don't know what this means for the rebuild because not many of these guys are part of the rebuild. I don't know what this means for the Orioles season this year. But right now the Orioles are 6 and 9 and I'm going to enjoy that. I don't know what else I can say about how else you should take that except enjoying it. Are we in first place? No. Are we still in last place? Yes. But are we better than we're supposed to be? Yeah. We're 6 and 9. We got a two-game winning streak. We are five and five over the last ten games. I'll take that. Uh, you know who else is five and five the last ten games? The Red Sox. Uh, the Yankees are six and four. Toronto seven and three. You know who's not? Tampa Bay four and six. Once Tampa Bay stopped playing us, they went downhill. Kind of crapped the bed. Who are we better than in the American League? Well, we would be. Uh, We've got six wins. So does the White Sox and the and the Tigers. Kansas City's only got five. Texas only has five. Houston has six. In the National League, how do we compare? Miami, Philadelphia, Washington all have six. Cincinnati has two wins. They are two and 13. That was supposed to be us. That was supposed to be the Baltimore Orioles. Two and 13. But we're six and nine. And guys... The schedule that I keep talking about, we've played great teams. We played Tampa Bay. We played Milwaukee. We've played the Yankees. We've played Oakland. Now we're playing L.A. And we've won the series. It's our first series win. And we haven't had game three yet. We're leaving L.A., one of the better teams in baseball before we came to town. And we're leaving L.A. with not just a win – but the series, that's something to be excited about, even if in the back of our minds we all know this doesn't last forever. I'll be right back. had this uh, nitro pepsi yet i just picked it up at the gas station tonight and i'm actually kind of impressed i don't like pepsi but i think this is pretty good as far as a pepsi product goes um tomorrow we chris ellis takes the mound chris ellis surprised us all just five days ago in oakland as he went uh, let's see pull up the stats as he went 4.1 innings without giving up a run. Um, and that was on the 19th. So we got to see him again as he gave up four hits, walked three guys. He kind of did that crazy thing where it seemed like he would lose complete control of the ball and it would go all over the place and then he'd settle down and get out of the inning. Man, you got to be frustrated if you're a Los Angeles Angels fan, if you're an Angels player, that you just lost two games to the lowly Baltimore Orioles. And now you- Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
got to go in in game three. Who do you think has more pressure going into tomorrow's game? It's a getaway game. I think that means it's a three. It's a 4:07 game tomorrow. The Orioles do have Monday off, which will be nice. Maybe that's when the bats come alive is just taking a day off, getting your head straight. I don't know. But I do know there's no pressure for the Orioles going into this game tomorrow. They won two. They won the series. They won three. Three out west I'm happy with. Uh, Three out west I think many of us would be happy with. I laughed at the people that were saying they wanted four and three. I laughed after people saying they wanted to win both series. I laughed at people expecting more than three wins. I thought three wins was a stretch, but we got three wins. All right, James, let's see. The team ERA through 15 games in 2021 was 4.47 with a 7-8 and eight record. All right, because we, we must have been hitting the ball a whole lot better last year. AJ points out that Spencer Watkins signed my hat last year for his MLB debut, and I am shocked that that hat might be worth something. <laughs> Settle down, AJ. Settle down. Or throw it on eBay tonight. Let someone grab it tonight before, before something happens. But uh, great stuff from Spencer Watkins. Tomorrow we get Chris Ellis, as I mentioned. And there's no pressure on the Orioles. We won the series. There's a whole lot of pressure on the Angels to win tomorrow and not get swept by the lowly Baltimore Orioles. We did get some bad news before the game. Uh, This morning, I think it was this morning, that John Means tweeted out that he has has decided after multiple MRIs that he is going to go ahead and get the Tommy John's surgery. We all feared that that was going to be the case. Now it's confirmed. So you know what that means, out 9 to 12 months. Good thing is it's the beginning of the season, which means there's a chance he is ready for opening day next year. But at this rate, Bruce Zimmerman will be our opening day pitcher. So, But having John Means back next year is good. I don't we don't want a John Means that struggles this year to like think he's better and then hurt himself late in the year or hurts himself at the beginning of next year again. We've all talked about how this year isn't much. It's all about 2023, which is why this year is so confusing when, it, when you see good pitching and you try to prep for 2023 and you didn't bring up any of your prospects yet. I mean, we have the sixth best pitching staff in all of baseball. And Grayson Rodriguez, D.L. Hall, and Kyle Bradish are all not here. I guess the minors and extended spring, or Norfolk and extended spring. So I think it's good news that, yeah, James, you're exactly right. The good news is that he is getting uh, fixed, getting the surgery quickly so that he will be ready for next year. And I think that's what we can focus on. Because we all know this year, as fun as right now is, we don't expect to be having this same joy in beating the Angels come September, October. Well, maybe, but we don't expect to be in the same boat of doing this every day through September and October. Because as much as I've been saying that April is tough, it's the start of the season. The long Then the grind starts... Maybe next week, May. Is that when the grind starts in? It's getting through that May, June, July. Get down to the All-Star break. June is exciting. June's when I think there's, it's a really fun because it's weaker teams and we should have some prospects up. AJ, 
He's pointing out this is pitching coach is the best one we have since had since Ray Miller. I don't know what's going on with this pitching. I don't know if you can blame this pitching coach. If you're blame, if you're given all the credit to this team to be the pitching coach, then in that case we need to fire the hitting coach because that's not working. But the pitching is. So you can't always just put it on the coach. It's putting people, but it's also putting people in at the right opportunities. So do we give that to manager Brandon Hyde? Do we give him credit for when he's pulling people, when he's putting people in, how he's approaching who faces who? I don't know. Coaches have a little bit to do with that. But we also have a bunch of Orioles pitchers that are playing out of their minds right now. And I don't know if they did something this offseason to work on that and then somehow they all improved. If there's a pitching philosophy that this or that the Orioles have implemented that everyone has bought into, that they worked on in the offseason, that they worked on in spring training, that somehow we're seeing it pay off now? I don't know. All I can do is enjoy this game by game and keep coming in here and talking to you guys about how I am shocked that the Orioles won a game again without hitting the ball with runners in scoring position. James wants to talk about Mancini's hard hit percentages and that his XBA expected batting average is a 345. He's killing the ball right at defenders every time. All right, James, why don't you pull up some stats about Chris Davis's XBA also as the shift killed him. Uh, Mancini, you're right. He's hitting the ball hard. It's, I feel like when I watch Mancini, so many times the bat, ball comes off the bat, and I'm like, oh, there's some bad luck. That's just bad luck. And he hits it. I, we've all been there. I had a game like that this week on my softball where I crushed the ball, one of my best hits, gets all the way back to the fence, and the guy catches it. I don't know why that guy was even back there because I never hit the ball back there. This should have been clearly off his head, but for some reason he was playing back on me. That happens, and it's got to be so frustrating for Mancini because you know he's told all the time, oh, God. Uh, Good contact, good contact, way to hit the ball. But bad luck because the guy is always there to catch the ball. So, yeah, I'd love to see Mancini get up to that 345. But he's gonna have, we're going to have to start getting the ball to drop in there or clear the fence. The home runs are way down for the Orioles this year. The patience at the plate is great. AJ, should we bench Mullins and Hayes and call up Stowers? No. No, it's only been 15 games. It's been, and were you watching the game tonight? Mullins got on twice. And what happened? He scored twice. Hayes got one hit tonight, and he got a walk. So that's okay. This team sucks at batting. So the fact that Mullins is 190 and Hayes is 245, I mean, let's look at the rest of the team. Santander's 261. Mancini's 218. If you're sending Hayes down for a 245, are you ready to send down Mancini for a 218? I mean, I am ready to send down Rogador at 152, but I was ready to send Rogue down before the season started. Baboom, yeah, I'll send him down at a 150. Baboom's not supposed to be on this team. It's supposed to be a guy named Adley Rushman. So as soon as Adley's healthy, he'll be down. I want Gunnar Henderson up here. Gunnar Henderson, go. 
Kabui and see Gunnar Henderson. He is the future of this infield, whether it's shortstop or third base. But Michael Elias is being very patient and not rushing him up. Because the truth is, one guy doesn't change his team. Now, I know, I get it. If I brought up Grayson Rodriguez, D.L. Hall, Kyle Bradish, Gunnar Henderson, Kyle Stowers, and Tyler Nevins, yeah, that, that's going to impact your team. That's going to change it. Good or bad, it is going to change your team. But no one makes a move where they bring up six, six guys all at once. It's one guy at a time, and at this point in the season, one guy is not going to change your team, especially when you're not supposed to do anything and you happen to just be pitching out of your mind. Yeah, James, I was just joking about Chris Davis. I know that Mancini's XBA is better than Davis's because Davis had a whole bunch of strikeouts that hurt that XBA. Um, yeah, it's the long ball. Mancini should have some more long balls by now, and that would have helped out that average. He's just The ball is not carrying. I don't know if they've changed the ball again after saying they didn't change the ball when it was shooting out of the ballpark. I don't know if it's a new humidifier thing they're using or what. But, yeah, Westberg is ready to come up. Gunner is in Bowie, so he'll be up here eventually. I'm not even worried about those guys right now because the guys who are currently on the Orioles are making it fun to watch the games. And those other guys, they'll be ready next year or the year after. Remember, the Orioles have the number one farm system in baseball. And they're doing that. And they want to build it so that they are always in the top 10 farm system. When Sadly comes up, that makes your farm system drop. Where the interesting thing to me is when they try to build a farm system that's going to be good for a long time, where does the ranking of the farm system go when you bring up Adley, uh, Grayson Rodriguez, Kyle Bradish, and T.L. Hall? You bring all those guys up by the end of the season, where does our farm system get ranked next year? They're trying to build it so you always have someone there ready to go. And that takes patience. Like I said, right now, the Baltimore Orioles, the Major League squad, has a better record than the Rangers, Nationals, and Reds. They're tied with the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. Let's see some power rankings come out. This is where it gets interesting. We just beat the Los Angeles Angels two games in a row. Does that improve our power rankings, or are we still at number 29 or 30 as the power rankings come out in the next day or two? Sundays and Mondays seem to be the power rankings. Um, let's wait and see. Is two wins in L.A. enough for national uh, reporters to start paying attention to a little bit more than did Mancini uh, was Mancini right or wrong when he walked back to the bag and then got tossed because he got tagged out? Let's see a story about, hey, guys, wake up, ESPN, uh, Sports Illustrated, the athletic national reporters, Ken Rosenthal, uh, Baseball Tonight, Buster Olney. Uh, take a moment and look at this Orioles pitching staff. Try to explain to me how our rotation and bullpen is batting a 289 with guys that you don't know. With Bruce Zimmerman and Spencer Watkins and Chris Ellis. Uh, with Tyler Wells and Alex Wells. With Felix Batista. With Brian Baker, who I didn't think was a real guy until I saw him run out on the field. With the most generic name possible, Brian Baker. 
with Lopez, with Keegan Aiken. Guys, outside of Baltimore, take a moment and explain to me what's going on with this team. Because they're facing good teams. They're they're having great pitching. They're having great control. Is it, uh, maybe it's the pitch com. Maybe they, maybe they've never understood what the catcher is saying, and pitch com's now putting them on the same page. I don't know what it is, but I know it's fun to watch. I know it's exciting to watch, and I know that's why I'm going to be watching tomorrow's game too. I always got to look four o'clock, right? Four o seven. Yep. And we'll probably be here because the Orioles are finishing out the series in LA tomorrow. Chris Ellis versus Suarez. You guys know how good Suarez is? He's got a 519 ERA in 8.2 innings. He's got five strikeouts. You know what's better than him? Our entire pitching staff. We have a chance against this guy. 5.19 ERA means he puts up an average of five runs a game per nine innings. Five runs we put up the past two days. Maybe we can do it again tomorrow. Yes, pitchers are a major... Uh, yes, Slicker Joe, you are correct. Both catchers are a major upgrade than Pedro Severian. No, I'll give you that. I can't believe we beat Thor tonight. Is he the same guy? Is he the same guy that was in New York? I don't know. We'll, the season will play out and we'll see. I don't know. I was more focused on the fact that the Orioles are Shoei Oatani killers. But we'll find out. I'm also glad we're not facing Shoei on the mound. So enjoy this win, Birdland. Enjoy every win because we don't know how many we'll see this season. And let's see what the birds do tomorrow as they finish out this series. Four o'clock start tomorrow. You're going to want to watch the game because there's no game on Monday. We get an off day on Monday. Best thing you could, the most fun thing to do the day before an off day is to win. If the Orioles win on Sunday, you get to enjoy that all the way until Tuesday. Let's hope the Orioles can do that. Let's see what happens. James, you're completely right. Thor is not the same guy at all, but he has looked good in his rediscovery phase. Let's just hope that the Dark Knight can do the same thing for us later in the season. All right, guys, let's talk tomorrow. Go O's. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.